The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. Hi there, this is Raquel Boris, host of Rock the Boat, and you're tuned into Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. Most car company startups are just failing these days. Like they promise so much and then they have so much invested in them, but then they end up failing. And Tesla is one of the few exceptions to that. But other than that, most car companies have failed. And I don't want to be just another one of those. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, go to raisemasters.com. That's raisemasters.com. On that website, you'll find that we have an upcoming webinar that will teach you three capital raising strategies for free. No, this is not some kind of watered down presentation that's no good. These are groundbreaking new age capital raising strategies that are meant to be learned in the order in which we give them to you. And we sincerely believe that if you take the time to learn these strategies and implement what is taught, the next 90 days of your life will be fantastic. Again, it's free. There are no tricks to this presentation, by the way. Go to raisemasters.com and register while the getting's good. This is Dream Chasers, episode 171, with Amin Asadiq. Hey guys, hi Grandma. This is Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Hi Grandma, this is episode 171 of Dream Chasers, and we are joined by a very very cool guy to say the least here today and quite frankly i'm just getting to know him as well too so you know i had a bunch of questions i wanted to ask him before we went live i'm like you know what let's just get to know each other here man so i have amin asadiq with us on the line i found him through my friend raquel boris's podcast rock the boat where she interviews dynamic youth doing big things in the world and i immediately saw when she was interviewing amin that this kid has entrepreneurial blood to the core. Like this is a business builder in the making. And what caught my attention the most as a fellow entrepreneur is he was talking to her about going to school and getting educated and getting a job and maybe you know, building out his own company. I was like, I got to catch him and just let him know this, the way the system is structured right now, everything is in position. And this goes to everyone out there. And you know what I'm talking about. Everything's built for you to go to school and get good grades and get a good job. And then when you get a good job, you start paying taxes. And when you get a higher paying job, you start paying more taxes. So you got to find a way to break out of that. And um, I'm not saying that that's what was going to happen to Amin by any chance, but I'm like, we just got to bring him on here and talk about this because he's got some really cool things that he's working on. So Amin, take us to square one, man. You're focused on cars. You're yes. Like crazy about cars. Like I've mm-hmm. never seen someone so passionate about vehicles till I saw you on Raquel's show, which we'll, we'll get a link to that in the description, by the way. So anyways, um, take us from the beginning. Where are you from? How did you get into the business that you're looking at now? All that good stuff. So I was born in Chicago in 2003. I don't have any memories of that. We moved to Maryland, which is where I am now. Uh, it's really nice here. There's not any pollution like in Chicago. It's very lush and green. By the like way, actually, hear. real quick, I, just, I don't know if I told you, I, I used to live in the DMV. That's how I know Raquel. So I used to live in oh, Northern, wow. Northern Virginia. Where in Maryland are you? 
I'm in um, Olney. I don't know if you know where that is. It's Olney? Near, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Nice. And so uh, when I was first born, my parents tell me that I was obsessed with motion and I used to, for hours, I would just roll balls around just for fun because it was fun to see how they moved. And uh, I would read books about planes and trains and ships and I didn't really understand them, but I liked looking at the pictures and lining up the different models with their names and distinguishing them. But what, what I liked more than all of that, I liked cars a lot. So my parents, they ended up getting me some car magazines, car and driver, road and track. And I would just pour over the pictures and memorize the spec sheets of each car that was coming out, price and top speed, acceleration, all that stuff. And I knew I wanted to make my own cars one day. And uh, I was obsessed with the drawing cars too. So I would go around the house drawing on the walls, not very well, but I would draw cars. And as time went on, cars got better and better and I drew better and better cars. But then I decided to start making, designing my own makeup cars, right? I would just design a car and give it a name and then show it to all my family and tell them one day I'm going to make that, I'm going to give it to you. And after a while, I started getting better and better at drawing. And so people could actually tell what cars I was drawing and I would design cars like that. I love it, man. (laughs) So after a while, it was like 2017 or something. I continued on like that. I didn't really go anywhere with besides drawing cars and, you know, studying cars. But then I uh, decided to start selling RC cars, custom RC cars. And I had my own RC car, pretty fast one. They're modular, so you can take them apart. You said you were, selling, you were selling them, custom ones? Yeah. So they're modular, so I could change the components and the way they looked and stuff. So I made a website and I listed a bunch of components you could choose from. And I went out to different places and gave out business cards for my website, telling people to you know, buy my RC cards. And in the few years that I had the website, I got maybe one sale from the, the, the dad of one of my friends bought one of my cars. And that was the only sale I ever got. But it was a sale, which is the beginning of this, uh, this journey that I can see you just crushing it on, man. First of all, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this before, but your level of authenticity and just being yourself, it's very easy to tell that as you're speaking right now that you're just kind of like, you're like, hey, this is me. This is, <laughs> this is my story. I started drawing cars. So like that within itself is super valuable. As you get to be interviewed more along your journey, which I'm confident you will, remember, just keep being yourself. <laughs> uh, second, I would like to highlight that you, you started your own online store. That's huge. I didn't have an online store when I was... Well, how, how old were you and did that? So you're 17 now, so... I was 14, I think. Nice, nice. This It's all the makings for like this <laughs> incredible story. It's already a great story. Um, so... I know that you mentioned in your interview uh, with Raquel that you're, you know, you're, this is what you're studying, engineering, you're focusing on going to, to school for it and really kind of taking it to the next level in that regard. Tell us about, um, you know, what do you have in mind for maybe the next three or four years of your life? So right now I'm going to community college, studying mechanical engineering. And after I finish a couple of years at community college, I'll probably transfer to an automotive engineering college and then spend some time studying there, get a degree. And then after I get a degree, I'll go and work for some car companies to get experience in the field and get some business experience before I try and start my own company. Because most car company startups are just failing these days, even like they promise so much and then they have so much invested in them, but then they end up failing. And Tesla is one of the few exceptions to that. But other than that, most car companies have failed. 
And I don't want to be just another one of those. Right. And I think whether it's coming from you or whoever is providing you with some guidance, you hit some key points there as well in the journey of a business builder, which is um, if you are going in a direction that continuing the higher levels of education is going to benefit you, which mechanical engineering clearly is and will. Um, you go, do you, you do that? As you mentioned, you work for a for a Tesla or a, the whoever for three or four years, which I have the feeling that would that be a type of company that you'd want to get some early experience with? Where you where you thinking for your, uh, your job before you start your company? Definitely a company that is more advanced, like Tesla or BMW or a company like that. I also like the Japanese companies because they they have a lot of very good engineering in their products. Awesome, awesome. I'm happy I got you here because one thing I have, I'm thinking about myself. I'm like, man, I wonder if I could, uh, in the long run, work on a business project with Amin where we can get him to to get this logo on a car. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. So um, you're doing a great job so far. Are you going into your final year of high school now? Or you said you're in community college. So you're doing both? So I finished high school last year. This year, 2021, fall semester, I'm going into community college at a local community college. and then. After that, I'm going to do another new year at community college before transferring to probably University of Maryland or an automotive engineering college. And what do you see? It sounds like you've been very analytical in many regards to the direction that you want to go. But when it comes to vehicles, and you mentioned car startups, et cetera, what do you think the big mistake that a lot of these companies are making right now is? I think they're promising too much and taking on too much on their shoulders and taking too many investments and biting off more than they can chew instead of just getting out a product as soon as possible and then going from there. And what uh, when you're looking for a good either company, as you mentioned, to work for, you mentioned some things that you like about Japan, or when you're just looking for, hey, is this, um, is this a quality vehicle? What's the most common thing that you'll see in either a good company or a good vehicle compared to maybe not so good? So in quality vehicles, in my opinion, they're going to be reliable, they're going to be safe, they're going to be efficient, and they're not necessarily going to be affordable or fast. But those are things that would be nice to have as well. Got it. And um, what do you feel as though is like your superpower? If you can share your big secret to what has uh, kind of gotten you to this level so far, what, what's your superpower, man? Um, probably just not being afraid to dream and, and to really shoot for the stars, I guess. You're in the right place. You're on Dream Chasers, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so, I mean, tell us about, I guess, your you know your personal life. You're with your, your mom, your dad. I, see, I think you said you got your dad's gym behind you, which I love. So it seems like he's pretty yeah. active. And you guys got like some katanas back there and all that cool <laughs> stuff. Tell us about your, uh, yeah, your family. So my dad is really into martial arts and uh, cycling. He got me into cycling, actually. So I do some road biking and stuff. He got me into photography. So I take pictures. And I take videos now too, and oh, I have nice. a YouTube channel. Oh, you got a YouTube so channel? Liked, yeah. What's it called? We got to get that in the in the show notes. It's called Amin Motors. A M I N Motors, no spaces. Love it. How many videos you posted on there so far? Around fifty, I think, right now. Wow! Wow! Okay. Around seven hundred subscribers. What, dude? <laughs> <laughs> very humble, man. You are on a very good path, man. I don't even think you need, I was like, man, maybe I can help him out a little bit. Like <laughs> you're, you're already moving. So just being on YouTube, the reason why that's, and this is just for anyone who's tuned in right now, if you're thinking about creating like the fearless Amin here, YouTube is the only platform that we can see now, maybe for the next four or five decades that will 
recycle evergreen content. Meaning if you this video on Facebook, eventually this is going to get buried. If you post on Instagram, eventually it's going to get buried. Post something on YouTube. And I mean, I'm sure you've probably even seen this for yourself now. You can have a video that you posted last month, last year, five years ago. And then all of a sudden, something about that video just pops off and it goes viral. And there's not many other places out there on the internet like that. So YouTube is a great place to be for all creators. Just want to say that. And I was not expecting you to say that you already had a channel. So about 50 videos, 700 subscribers, man, that's significant. Um, That's only going to continue to grow. What have you learned about being a content creator? Um, It's hard to keep on making content. You start to run out of ideas and try to keep on making content. Like I try to do it every week. So if I'm trying to make a video every single week, then I start running out of ideas for what I'm going to do next week and week after that. And I can only plan so far ahead. I can relate to sometimes you're, you're wondering from a creative perspective, what do I put out there? What have you found is a, uh, a helpful way to think of a new idea? Um, so I'm, I post videos about cars and fixing cars and stuff like that. So I'll just look at the cars and I'll see what needs to be done. And I'll think if there's anything else that I can do to make a video about. So for example, the minivan right now needs the headlights to be replaced. So I'm thinking I'll do an LED headlight conversion and make a video of that. Cool. Um, so yeah, so just kind of looking at everyday problems and thinking, okay, <laughs> how do we make this into a video? I want to I want to learn more about your YouTube channel. What are some of your either most viewed videos or the ones that you had the most fun making or doing? Um, my most viewed video right now has about a hundred thousand views on it. What? Most of my <laughs> most of my subscribers are from that video, and nice. I didn't put that much effort into the video. It's there's this anime series called Wangan Midnight, and it's about cars that race on the highway. Uh-huh. And it's posted to YouTube, so you can watch it on YouTube. But I took all the episodes. And put them all into one YouTube video, which is 10 hours long. <laughs> I just posted that and that has 100,000 wow. views. Wow, that is interesting. There's something about long format content that drives traffic and I haven't figured it out yet, but that's a testament to it. And it's funny how you, you I'm sure you weren't even expecting that, right? You were like, I'm and, just going to group this. <laughs> and like you said earlier, it was buried under tons of videos for months and months and months. It had been out for a year before it started getting views. It only had like 500 views until a few months ago. And then that's when it started just exploding up. Yeah, exponential. So again, I just want to encourage, <laughs> again, I, I thought we were going to hop on here and I'd be able to give some some words of wisdom to Amin guys, but uh, that's not the case. You just I'm can't. sure you have plenty of wisdom you can offer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're providing it here, which is, you know, let me ask you this actually, on your videos that you're doing, is it you on camera? Are you speaking? Are you are you doing any form of communication? Or are you just kind of showing it on the camera how to do it? Yeah, in some videos, I'll be holding the camera and talking, but I'm not going to be showing myself. I'll just be behind the camera and talking. Okay. So that is a huge factor here, guys, is just never underestimate the power of communication. Amin has this incredible skill set and focus and vision for where he wants to go. And what is going to amplify that and exponentially grow it is his fearlessness to either put his voice or face on camera. I know it sounds crazy, but that's what humans are attracted to is the communication piece of... It's not just the business. There's a communication piece too. You got to have both. And I'm happy to hear, man, that you're clearly tapping into that at 17. I guess tell us some more fun facts about you. You know, what's like... 
favorite color, you got a favorite food or ice cream, anything like that? <laughs> uh, my favorite ice cream is mint chocolate chip. Nice. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I like pizza. I like mac and cheese. I like junk food, but I don't eat that much of it. Um, I have some cars that I fix up and work on. I like fast cars and I want to modify cars in my free time. And maybe, do you know what drifting is? Yeah, yeah. I want to maybe build a budget drift car and do some drifting. Oh, cool. Have some fun. Where would you go to to drift? <laughs> See, that's the thing. In Maryland, there's not really any racetracks. So I'd have to figure something out, maybe in Virginia. But yeah, Virginia. I'm not sure yet. Virginia. You go, you get drift down Route 66 if you want. That might get you in trouble. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or what's it, what do they call it? The Beltway, man. 495. Plenty of room there. <laughs> Just got to be careful, I guess. But uh, cool. So what? Uh, tell us a little bit about your dream car. Actually, let's put it this way. Your favorite car right now. And then if you could create a vehicle, what would that look like? So we'll start with the favorite one now. So right now, my favorite car is the Acura NSX because it's an Acura. It's a, basically a Honda. It's reliable. It's somewhat fuel efficient. It's a hybrid, but it's also a supercar and it's really fast. It looks really cool and it's comfortable and it's, it's everything you want in the car. And if I were to build a car, so I would build a mid-engine small car like a Toyota MR2, but with um, potential for hybrid or electric powertrains and also space in the back for an engine. Two-seater, lightweight, tiny car made out of fiberglass mostly. And uh, I'd try to make it for $15,000 or less and make it fast, fun, affordable, efficient, safe, all that stuff at the same time. Love it, man. I would love to buy one from you with, uh, again, with my logo on it one day. So putting that in the think tank. I'm dreaming big, just like, just like you mentioned. You said $15,000 to build or to purchase? To purchase. Oh, wow. So you really, you, you really want to serve the consumer. Yeah. So you can get a car used for like $500. I don't see why. I, I know it'll be hard and they're not going to be that much profit margin. But I think it's possible, even if you sell it as like a kit or something that they assemble themselves. Mm. I think it's possible to sell a car for that price. You can that, buy a new car for that much money, just not a nice one. Right, right. And so figuring out how to bridge the gap between affordable and luxury, right? Yeah. In a sense. You know, the most successful companies out there are the ones that obsess over customer service. And to me, it sounds like coming out here saying you want to have a really nice car for 15 grand. That sounds like customer service to a T right there, giving, giving the people what they want and what they need. Um, what was the Acura that you mentioned again? Acura NSX. Yeah, yeah I'm, look, I'm looking at it here now. It's, it looks like a, a bad boy right there. <laughs> you know, I'm not much of a car guy. And so knowing what a car person like yourself would go for. I think I'm going to, I'm going to copy you, man. I'm going to make this my new, like if someone asks me, what's your dream car, I'm just going to go with this. And uh, it looks like they, did they just come out with it? Uh, it's been out since 2015, but they just oh, wow. made some updates. Okay. Yeah. They were supposed to come out with it in like 2008, but they kept delaying and delaying. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to drop this in the comments here for anyone who wants to check it out and in the show notes as well. Courtney, thank you. Thank you. I wonder, yeah, whatever, put the link. I was going to say, I wonder if Acura would be cool with it, but I think <laughs> it's free marketing for them, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you mentioned, are you, uh, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have three sisters, actually. Two of them are older than me. One of them is younger. Oldest one is a vet and she manages a horse farm. Second one uh, does some language studies, like Arabic. And uh -huh. yeah, my younger sister wants to be a doctor. You guys are uh, just a little bit smart, it sounds like. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Awesome. Credit and kudos to your parents as well for raising what it sounds like some pretty brilliant minds. Well, thank you. Are you a gamer at all? Um, you know StarCraft 2? StarCraft, yeah. Yeah, I played StarCraft a lot. I really enjoyed that game. I don't play Fortnite or Among Us or any of those games, but I play StarCraft. Cool, cool. Yeah, I uh, am slowly getting back into the world of gaming. I always played when I was little on like, you know, like Nintendo stuff, but never online. My brother plays Fortnite. Trying to find the time to do it. I really want to. StarCraft is an interesting one, though, because I've heard a lot of people who play it, but not recently. It's like, it's kind of like more of like a, an OG game, isn't it? It's been around yeah, for a few years. Yeah, the second version, which is what I played, came out in 2010. So it's been around for a while. The last update was in 2017, I think. And I mean, there's still a big fan base, but it's not as relevant as it once was. And there's not as many pro players as there was before, but still a pretty big game. Gotcha. And so do you have like your your group or your clique that you uh, you guys hop on every Tuesday night or anything like that? Not really. I just play by myself. I used to play with my dad and my sisters, but they don't really have time anymore. Gotcha. Gotcha. Have you heard of a game called Blanco's Block Party by chance? I haven't. What's it about? Um, I just found out about this game earlier this week. <laughs> it's a mass multiplayer online game combined with nfts i don't know are you you familiar with non-fungible tokens at all have you heard anyone talk about nfts no it's a new concept but anyways um it's a really cool you know multiplayer game i'll have to send you some information on it the the cool thing about it is uh if you start to learn what an nft is a non-fungible token pretty much the the character or the player that you get with this game becomes a one of a kind character that you can then list on the marketplace or trade it. And, you know, some of these are like super rare, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of players. There's some characters you can get that is, there's only 10 of them made out of a hundred thousand accounts. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. I was looking on the website yesterday and I don't know if people are paying this, but they're paying, some are paying close to it. One of these special skins basically is all it is. was listed for 6 million us on what? their website. <laughs> yes. I kid you not. There's only 10 of them. Again, over a hundred thousand accounts. A lot of people who are playing this game, so believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, especially in the world of crypto and blockchain, there's some crazy money out there. I don't know if anyone's buying shelf price, but the fact that it's listed at $6 million is not just an overstatement, right? That's actually within the vicinity of someone paying for it. So I will send you some <laughs> information on it. I mean, because I think as a creator, there's never been a better time to start understanding how this space that I'm talking about, NFTs, work. And I don't see any reason why, you know, the NFT industry can't overlap with the vehicle industry. A rabbit hole we can go down another time. Because I think from getting to know you here, man, I know we mentioned we got to kind of cut this one shorter compared to most interviews that we do here on Dream Chasers, which is my fault. I got to get going to my next appointment. I'd love to have you back on um, as you progress through your journey. So a couple more questions here. One, what is the best way for anyone tuned in to follow up and get in touch with you? I'm going to guess LinkedIn, but you go ahead and... Yeah, LinkedIn is probably the best way. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, you, have my, you can put it in the show notes or something, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. We'll get a means contact in the show notes. We even snag it here while I can on the uh, and put it in the Facebook comments. And then also, you know, I mean, any parting words of wisdom in general? And then the second parting words of wisdom would be to anyone who is under the age of 18 thinking about entrepreneurship. So I know that's kind of a lot, but first one, just general words of wisdom. And then second one, basically to a, to a younger you. Hmm. Let's say, take your time, figure out what you want to do with your life and figure out what direction you want to go in. And once you make a goal, 
then work towards it and just don't give up and you keep on working towards that goal and break it up into steps and take it step by step until you reach the goal. Spoken like a true uh, engineer right there with the step by step. I love it. <laughs> um, I'll have to put you on my buddy. Whenever I think engineers, I also think of Legos too. I have a couple of friends that are very deep in the weeds in the world of Legos. So are you, are you by chance a Lego fan? Yes, I am. You are? Okay, cool. I know who I got to put you in touch with. And then um, I guess a more, if you could, a more specific recommendation or advice to an entrepreneur who's under the age of 18. Because a lot, I think that a lot of the world, as I mentioned earlier, anyone under the age of 18 isn't really being encouraged to go out there and start their own business. What would be your advice to them? I would say just go out there and get your hands dirty and try something and try something small. We'll see how it goes. For me, I'm interested in cars. So I made this small RC car company to try and sell RC cars. It didn't really work out, but it was a good experience. And when I was 16, I, I bought a cheap car for 500 bucks and fixed it up. And that was also a great experience. And I sold it for a profit. So then I learned about cars. So if you're interested in something else, you get your hands dirty and try getting out there and looking into getting more experience with what you want to work with. Brilliant. Brilliant. Mic drop right there. Amin Asadiq, thank you so much, man, for coming on the show. We had a great time hanging out with you and figuring out what's going on in that bright mind of yours. So thank you. Thanks man. for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And shout out to Raquel Boris. Thank you, Rocky, for sourcing, again, this talent. Guys, go check out Raquel's show as well. Courtney, when you get a chance, if you could drop that in the show notes. I think we mentioned it earlier, but get it. we'll get a link over there to Raquel's channel. Amin's channel as well, guys. Subscribe to it all. Good stuff. So this has been episode 171 of Dream Chasers interviews with the future. Yes, you're listening to, and if you're on video, looking at him right now, the future of vehicles. We were joined by Amin Asadiq here today, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you so much for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. And guys, remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level. Thank you once again for investing your most valuable resource with us here today your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please drop a five-star rating and a review below. Take a screenshot of it and send it over to nextlevel at carswell.io. We have a present for you. We really appreciate you guys leaving those reviews because it really helps with the overall SEO and visibility of the show and allows us to continue to bring on high-quality guests. So once again, thank you and remember, take it to the next level.